What's going on, thinkers? And welcome back to your favorite podcast, Thoughts by the Ville DI Podcast. Hope you guys had a great weekend. I did. Um, over the weekend, I recorded a great show with Paco and Joe Audio from the Year About That Podcast. We did a classic album review of 8-Ball and MJG's Coming Out Hard. I believe they said there's going to be um, publishing Wednesday. So, you know, you just, just throw that up in your search bar, in your Google search bar, Year About That Podcast, and boom, you'll find them. Check it out. Dope guys, two dope brothers, two two great guys. I very much enjoy recording with. Um, so I got two. What Deville thinks for today? Oh oh oh! Before I forget, coming up Wednesday, I have an interview with um, country artist and deputy, uh, literally deputy, <laughs> um, Lucky Boy from Lucky Boy Music. He's a country artist, African-American, colored, person of color, however you want to look at it, country artist. And um, he has this song that he made out in honor of the troops and the people that helped build this country. And he's a great guy. And, you know, we discuss everything from, you know, uh, the struggle of being a person of color in the field of the genre of country music and the pushback that he gets and, and also uh, we we had to talk a little bit about what it's like to be a person of color in law enforcement and things that we can do to kind of uh, help merge that gap between the community and uh, law enforcement so that was a great interview we recorded that'll be up Wednesday make sure you guys check it out so uh, what DeVille thinks I was asked does first one let's start with the first one i was asked does deville di i think that deontay wilder was exposed for y'all y'all that don't know over the weekend deontay wilder the reigning former reigning heavyweight champ he was reigning heavyweight champ for five years he was 42 and 0 was defeated by tyson fury aka the gypsy king in a seventh round stoppage now, around the second round, he got dropped, uh, had his ear busted open. People thought that his eardrum was busted, but it's turned out his camp is reporting that the eardrum was not busted, but he had a one centimeter cut inside of his ear, and, you know, that he was concussed from that point of that, that, uh, that barrage of punches that led to that cut. He was fighting concussed from that point on. Now... And um, in defeat, Dante was humble. Um, he did say, mentioned that he had some issues coming into the fight, but he was like, I'm making no excuses. The best man won the night, and um, stuff like this happens, and champions have won, lost before, and come back. So they've already got a third fight clause in the contract for this rematch fight. So there's going to be 
uh, Fury Wilder three. I'm looking forward to that. A lot of people are saying that they wanna that people want to see Fury fight Anthony Joshua, which I doubt that Anthony Joshua would get in the ring with Fury because he was ducking Wilder. So I doubt he wants any parts of Fury. So what people are saying though is that Deontay was exposed. He's a one trick pony. Pony. He just has that one big punch. He can't box. You know, Tyson was a better boxer. Yada 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 yada. So, what does Deville think about that? First and foremost, first and foremost, you can you you cannot expose someone with forty-two victories. You cannot expose someone with a forty-two and zero record. He was not exposed. He got beat. Got his ass beat. Got his ass beat good. That's it. Hands down. Like they said, the better man won the fight Saturday night. Tyson Fury gave him a good go. And some people say that he was robbed in the first fight. But he came in. He came in heavy. He was heavy, like 270-something pounds. Came in heavy. He, uh, he, he, he operated from a distance. Um... Wilder allowed him to operate at a distance when that should, you know, I feel like he should have closed that gap a little bit, but Wilder operates best at a distance, and he got caught. You can't expose somebody with 42 victories. I mean, I've never heard of Wilder ducking anybody. I've never heard of Wilder not trying to fight the best fight. Like he said, the best, he always says the best has to fight the best. And when you have the best fighting the best, somebody's got to lose. And unfortunately, because I'm a Wilder fan, this time Wilder was the one who had to take that L. And Tyson came out. He did his thing. He beat the boy up good. That one shot, one shot of those couple shots, whatever it was, you could tell Wilder was disorientated from that point on. Couldn't get back into the fight, but he fought the whole time. His people, his corner, threw in the towel. He was not very happy about him throwing in the towel. He wanted to go out on his shield, meaning that he wants to go out on his back. He wants to get beat him. If he's going to beat me to sleep, let him beat me to sleep. That's the way he, the way he feels, and that's what I like to hear in boxing. <laughs> as sad as it may be to the Peppermint Committee, that's what they're there for. They're gladiators. He, he's like, if I'm going to get beat, I'm going to get beat to sleep. But... In his best interest, his corner did operate in his best interest because the guy's got a good career ahead of him. And even Tyson said that, um, you know, he was like, he'll be back and he'll be champion again. There's no doubt about it. This guy's not a slouch. You don't, you can't just damn. Now, look, this is the way I'm looking at it, all right? Wilder, unlike some fighters, Floyd Mayweather, did not strategically pick who and when he was going to fight people. He didn't strategically pick pick people that were out of their prime, who were over the hill. He fought whoever he felt was the best match. And when and then doing that, he was knocking people out left and right. Now, I 100% agree with anybody that says he doesn't have the best boxing strategies. He does not have the best boxing skill. His His style is very unorthodox but you cannot argue with 42 victories 42 times people are still in that ring and 42 times the way that he does it won for him now somebody broke that code it happens 
that's not exposed being exposed see the the the, the climate we live in today with this council culture and his uh, um the meme culture anytime anybody takes any kind of l it's automatically has to be something negative attached to it he was exposed i told y'all he wasn't good as if people thought he was he was 42 and oh good though he was 42 and oh good look you can't slouch your way you can't slouch your way to the heavyweight championship you can't do it even though me like i said i talked about mayweather a minute ago i am not by any means a floyd mayweather fan because like i said i feel like he didn't fight people in their prime he fought people when they were over the hill he was real selective about who he fought and when he fought him. He gave you the names that you wanted to see him fight, but he never gave you that name when you <laughs> were at the point where you wanted to see him fight them. He wait, you know, years. He, he, you know, how long was that Pacquiao? Him and Pacquiao, how long was that fight in the making before he gave us that Pacquiao fight? He fought everybody that people wanted to see him fight, but he took his time about it. Now, I can't hate on the man for that, for being strategic strategic and you know finessing his way to an undefeated record and retiring undefeated i heard he might be coming back out though but either way um you can't finesse your way to 42 and 0 in a heavyweight championship floyd mayweather even though he was strategic and when he fought people and and and, and all that he still could not finesse his way he still had to get in there and beat those people Regardless to whether they were in their prime or not, he still had to get in there and beat those people. He, even though I feel he picked the best time for him to be able to beat those people, he picked those people and he got in there and he beat them. Anthony Joshua, on the other hand, if you look at him, he's been ducking wild. He's been ducking wild. He's been hiding over there by the pond, eating crumpets and stuff. And he's just he don't he don't want no parts of Wilder. He didn't want no parts of Wilder. And like I said, I doubt that he'll want to fight Fury because Fury beat Wilder unless he feels like he can beat Anthony. Is one of those, Joshua Anthony is one of those fighters that I feel like only fights people he thinks that he can beat. Uh, but either way, you cannot finesse your way to 42-0 in the heavyweight division of boxing to the championship and maintain that championship for five years. There is no finessing in that. There is no getting in exposed after 42 fights finally taking a loss in the heavyweight division after carrying that belt for five years there is no exposing in that he just got beat hands down that's all it is to it he got beat he went out there he performed he got whooped he didn't quit stayed on his feet he tried his best they threw the towel they got him out there he made 25 million and he will be back the bronze bomber will be back it amazes me how people who called themselves fans to were so quick to turn on him as soon as he lost. Like, I posted memes, too, because I thought they were funny. But at the end of the day, it wasn't like I was like, oh, he's trash. I knew he's trash. I knew I should have bet on the other guy. I knew I should have. No, 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 no. I bet on Wilder because Wilder was my favorite out of the fight. Wilder was who I wanted to win. Wilder was who I expected to win. And when he lost, hey, it happens, man. Can't win them all unless you strategically pick when you're going to fight, who you're going to fight, when you're going to fight. But either way, no, I do not feel like Wilder 
was exposed, I feel like he got beat. Period. Hands down. He went out there. He got beat. No excuses. He got beat. Now, next. Okay, I was sent this post. Post is floating around the internet of a birthday celebration. Couple celebrating the birthday. It's the guy's birthday. Guy's sitting down. His little girl walks up on him. Uh, she has a bag with his gifts. She's presenting his his gift, which she says she mentions that he's not gonna like anyway. She's already said that she <laughs> he's not gonna want this. Now. He, t- he has his phone out, he's recording, and he's like, you know, pull it out, let me see what you're doing. She pulls out the first gift, it's a box of cologne. He's like, cool, whatever. She pulls out some paperwork and says, it's a rental property. I bought you a rental property, to which his response was, I'm not fixing that shit up. <laughs> he said, you know, something like, I, w- I was expecting, or I wanted a, a Rolex or a chain. And um, now his homeboys, they're going nuts. They're going bonkers, you know what I mean? Oh, those boss moves, those boss moves. And he's not very happy about this rental property. He's asking, you know, where is it and so on and so forth. So the question that was posed to me, what does DeVille think about this? Does DeVille think he was ungrateful? Does DeVille think she should move on? Yada, 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 so on and so forth. Now, the Peppermint Committee, of course, they ran in and said things like, this is why you don't do wife things for boyfriends. This is what happens when you try to give a little boy grown man toys. This is what happens when you're not equally yoked. Yada, 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 What about that? So, what does DeVille think about this? Relax. I'm going to tell you. So, first, let's start off with what we know. First, we know. She already knew he wasn't going to appreciate this gift. She already knew he didn't want it or he didn't like it. So that means they probably discussed this or talked about this before. And he wasn't in favor of making this move. What else do we know? We know that he got her. She got him a property. That's about all that we know for sure. So now let's speculate a little bit. Okay. We don't know. Whether or not she bought this property outright, or if she owes anything on it, we don't know if this property um, needs any type of refurbishing, remodeling done. We don't know his financial situation. We don't know if he or her have any experience in real estate or you know dealing with tenants now why is this important relax i'm gonna take okay now i know a lot of people are automatically assuming because she got him a rental property and he said that he was expecting or that he wanted a rolex or a chain that these people are financially straight or at least she is financially straight but don't assume things because you can get a rolex or a chain for relatively cheap, a couple thousand dollars, you can get a Rolex or a nice chain. Trust me, I, I know. So, and you don't necessarily have to have a bankroll to get a rental property either. So we don't even know, number one, if she's put this man in a situation. Oh, and what else we don't know? 
back to the things we don't know. We don't know how well this relationship is going. So we don't know if this person has, if she's put him in or them in a financial bind because they may have this house that they've, that she's bought, quote unquote, because you don't necessarily own that house until you paid for it. The bank owns that house. So she may have gotten the, them into a mortgage and she says it's his house. So I don't know if the paperwork is for him or I don't know. But either way, she's, she may have potentially got these people into a situation where they owe some money that they may or may not be able to come up with. We know that. What else do we know? We know that majority of times when you buy a house, especially a house that you're a rental property, that there's going to be some work that needs to be done. We don't know how much money he's going to have to sink, initially sink into or she's gonna have to initially sink into this property but we do know that there's a heavy chance that they are gonna have to sink some money into it so now you've got this property that you possibly still owe mortgage on that you're gonna have to drop some money into before you can even put somebody into it and then you're gonna have to find a tenant and hopefully you find a suitable tenant that's gonna pay that rent on time because all what else do we know all rental properties are not profitable i have some friends that have rental properties and there's a profit profitable because you know they use second section eight tenants so the rent pretty much gets paid regardless and the people do a, a good job of keeping up with their portion of the rent because they don't want to lose their vouchers so he does pretty well he gets over pretty good i don't want to say get over because that sounds like he's doing something shady but like for instance, I'm gonna make up some numbers. Let's say his mortgage is a thousand dollars a month. He might charge them two thousand dollars a month. So the uh, the section eight is paying like probably eight hundred, eight hundred of that, nine hundred of that, something like that. The hefty portion of that rent, and then they're paying a hundred fifty, two hundred, whatever, a month. So he's making a profit off of that. So he's paying the mortgage and he's pocketing some of that money. But he also has to put some of that money away for maintenance and things like that you know the water heater breaks they call him he got to go fix the water heater plumbing goes bad he got to fix the plumbing roof falls in he's got to fix the roof these are all things that come with home ownership and it kind of is amplified in my opinion when you're dealing with tenants because if this is your house and let's say the water heater goes out you may be willing to go a month or two without your water heater working because it's your house you may say you know what i'm gonna wait a little bit put a little cash to the side and then I'll get my water heater fixed. But when you're renting out a house to a tenant and that water heater goes out, they're not gonna be willing to wait for two months while you put some money together to fix that water heater. They're gonna want their water heater fixed now. So a rental property can really be a headache if you're not financially uh, uh, um, set to do that. Just the same way as buying a home can turn out turn to be a headache if you're not financially ready to do that because I know a lot of people who bought homes and they were so gun-ho and they've heard all the good things and people have told him them the great side told them the great side of home ownership and then they get the house and then now they're in the house and stuff starts breaking and stuff starts falling apart and it's like damn I really was not ready for this but it's too late now even when I talked to Mark Mayelka and I asked him you know you know was um, 
I'm not going to get into that. Go back and listen to the interview with Mark Mayuko. If you want to know what I asked Mark Mayuko. What I asked him was buying a house a good um, investment. And that's one of the things that I... It really depends on you. And it really depends on where you are in life. So why does any of all of this even matter? So because once I said before, we don't know how good this relationship is going. This relationship could be holding on by a threat. She could be one of those delusional sisters that is just trying and trying her damnness to make it work with a dude who just ain't about nothing. He could be a bum. He could be trash. He could be garbage. Or on the other hand, he could be a great guy. He could have himself together. And this could have been his money that she's spending on these gifts for him. And he's <laughs> and she's barely hanging on by a threat. We don't know that situation. Why does that matter? Relax, I'm going to tell you. Because... Now you've entered into a commitment with someone that may be on the verge of jumping out of there or may be on the verge of saying goodbye to you. We don't know that. So to just sit here and drag the brother and say that he's ungrateful, he's childish, he's immature, yada, yada, yada. We can't really just say that because we don't know the whole story. We don't know the financial situations. We don't know the situations behind the buying the house, the experience they have with dealing with this house. We don't know. This house could ruin them, and he could be the one that sees it. You understand what I'm saying? He could be the one that has the understanding that they are not ready to make this move. They are not ready to indulge in this venture, and he could be trying to be the voice of reason when he said he doesn't want this, or he could just be a dick. We don't know. We don't know. So back to what I was saying earlier today with the cancel culture and, and, and the peppermint committee, we're just so quick to just jump to conclusions and throw people under the bus and just create these own scenarios of our own vision of what we feel like happened and just, just we make that reality. But check this out. Y'all didn't come here to listen to me rant about that. Y'all came here for some discipline, right? Relax. I got you. So in the midst of all this and all that I just said when we're talking about Wilder and his loss, we're talking about this guy and his girl and the and, and, and him, her buying him a rental property, and we're not knowing the situations behind what Wilder was talking about when he said he had some issues going on coming into the fight. We don't know the situation behind why this brother says that he doesn't want this rental property that this girl was, was uh, trying to get him... You have to be disciplined enough to give people the benefit of the doubt. Don't be so quick to write people off. Don't be so quick to say people are trash. They're no good. They're not good for nothing. They're not about anything. You're quick to say that because that storyline is a whole lot better. It reads a whole lot better. It's a whole lot more entertaining than saying, hey, well, that guy realized that they didn't really have the money to do this. So it, her buying that was a bad decision, and it's probably going to put them in financial trouble. That doesn't sound as sexy as this guy's a bum and she needs to drop him and get with his friend. Somebody literally commented that on the post. Um, that's not as sexy as saying, hey, well, Wilder went in there. You know, he got a good shot, got a concussion. He still fought his fight. He lost. You know, still a great fighter. That's not sexy. That's not a sexy story. A sexy story is this bum 
went in there that it just got exposed because he's fooled everybody into thinking he can box for five years for 42 fights he's fooled the world into thinking that he can box and that he was nice and he had good hands and now this guy came in the great white hope the gypsy king came in and exposed wow sounds a whole lot more sexier doesn't it get the hell out of here thank y'all for tuning in to the field yeah Thoughts about the video, the podcast. Remember to be the reason somebody's motivated or masturbated. Because either way, you made a difference, my friend. Make sure y'all tune in Wednesday from Lucky Boy from Lucky Boy Music. We talk about how it's like to be a deputy sheriff, what it's like to be a country, a person of color and a country music artist in the deep south. And then make sure you keep coming back because I have, I have a cornucopia of authors that are lined up and chomping at the bits and they're ready to jump on this show and tell me about their work make sure y'all keep coming back matter of fact if you would like to be featured if you're an entrepreneur you're a writer you're a blogger you're a youtuber you're a gamer whatever you do if you'd like to be featured on thoughts by the vildi the podcast make sure you email me at thoughts by the at gmail.com send me your bio send me a pic you know a little bit of explanation of what is it you do your links or whatever and we can work that out if it you know if it makes sense for both parties you can also follow me on instagram at d-v-i-l-l-e underscore d-i you can uh, message me there you can go to the thoughts by the field d-i podcast facebook page you can message me there you can comment on that page you can share your links on that page that page is your page drop something on there but don't drop anything disrespectful or you will get counseled. I'm out of here.